Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hey, friends, Dwight Beal here with Travis Frugink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it is Tuesday, October 5. As far as you know, it's not that day for us, but it is for you. <laughs> and we are here again with the Bible Reading Podcast. And Travis, it's Testimony Tuesday. So I would love to learn. I don't think I've ever heard a little of your backstory, how yeah. you kind of came to faith and how your relationship with Jesus began. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, obviously, well, not obviously, but most people know that I, I grew up in the church. And so that story is, um, I've always known God, but, um, became real to me, I would say in kind of eighth grade. Hmm. Um, my grandpa, uh, who was a, a man of God, um, passed away slightly unexpectedly. Hmm. Um, and so that was being in eighth grade. That was the first death that was really close to me. Yep. And were you um, close to him? Yeah, I, I like, yeah, I would say, mm-hmm. um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it was close like you expect to be with a grandparent. Yeah. And he was local here. And he was local. Um, so it, the, I think where God stepped in, um, there was, and it was, you know, again, my parents following my parents' faith. And that was a breaking point where it became my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember, you know, getting that news and then immediately turning to God in prayer and saying, or, or praying, you know, God, if you are truly who you are and, and um, you are good, like you, mm-hmm. like everyone says you are, mm-hmm. this is, you know, this is the time I'd like you to, you know, I'd like you to reveal yourself. Yes. And there were a lot of really, really great circumstances or mm. really great, um, I guess, revealings where God really made himself known. And it's, and it's an experiential thing, right? Like, I, I don't know that anyone else would say, you know, they could have lived through the same thing and could have not, you know, maybe not had those experiences. But it was, to me, it was very clear that God was making himself known mm. uh, on multiple occasions over a course of time. And from that then made some very, um, I would say intentional steps about following, uh, following Jesus and, and really, um, making it my own faith. Mm-hmm. Um, many, many stories yeah. beyond that, but that was, yeah. I, I yeah. would say as an inflection point for yep. my life. So and did you grow up here in West Michigan? I did. Yeah. Yep. So what, what church were you part of growing up? Uh, North Blendon Christian Reformed Church. Yeah, right. Yep. That's the, if, if people are wondering what that is, that's the place where the, in Allendale kind of area where there's a reform church and a CRC that are like right abutting each other. Right, on the same corner. <laughs> on the same corner. <laughs> yep. So yeah, it's kind of a interesting, yeah, interesting scenario and probably even more so for those that have some church history and know yep. the reform church versus CRC even right. back in the day, yep. how in the world that would have ever happened. So yeah. It reminds me of the joke where there's a guy on a, he's stranded on a desert, desert island. And, <clears throat> and when the, the people came to rescue him, uh, he showed him his hut where he lived. And then he showed him there's two other huts. And, and they said, what, what are those huts? He said, well, well, that one is, is my church. That's where I go to church. And they said, well, what's the other hut? And, and they said, well, that's where I used to go to church. <laughs> 
Oh man, that's a good one. Isn't that funny? That's Even on a desert island, we uh, we can find ways to yep. split hairs and and uh, jump ship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, with that, let's jump into our Bible reading today, and and let me say uh, our Psalm 19 prayer, and then Travis, if you could read the scripture. Mm-hmm. Today, I have a Psalm 22, verses 1 to 15. So, uh, Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. So, Psalm 22, I think it's the whole thing. Well, it's 1 through 15 anyways. Yeah. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I find no rest. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. In you, our ancestors put their trust. Hmm. They trusted and you delivered them. Yes. To you, they cried out and were saved. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man. I'm scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, insults, shaking their heads. He trusts the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Yet you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. From birth I was cast on you. From my mother's womb you have been my God. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong bulls of Bashan circle me. Hmm. Roaring lions that tear their prey open with their mouths wide against me. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart has turned to wax. It has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You lay me in the dust of death. And there we sit. And another warm, fuzzy <laughs> butterflies and <laughs> sunshine. Butterfly kisses and yeah. sunshine. <laughs> yep. And we, we end by laying in the dust of death. Yes. Thus end of the reading of God's word. Uh, have a great day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are your thoughts, Travis? Uh, again, this one ties right into uh, Job is just, you know, you got, you got David now who, again, it was called a man after God's own heart yeah. is just, you know, God, where are you? Mm-hmm. And just, it's a, you know, a silent God and a, and a cry of, you know, of help or in Job's case, it was, you know, wanting justice and explanation. And, um, I think this is a it's similar, but different, you know, mm-hmm. where David's saying, save me, you know? Yeah. Um, it makes me wonder if, if David read Job, I mean, I, I'm be. not sure historically w- which came first, you know, the book yeah. of Job or the book of Psalms, but, uh, there's so much parallel, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I think that was, um, 
it was another one to me that was, you know, we're, we're in really good company. I think it's weird to say that again, it's weird for Christians maybe today to think that, you know, God is silent or that he can be silent or that could even be attributed to him. Right. Um, but it's another great example where, I mean, God is silent for mm-hmm. David right now, or at least mm-hmm. in this moment, in this know. moment, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like, um, I like the, I like the progression of this. So it's, it's, you know, it starts out with a petition. I think this is another really good example of what you can do. And, and when you're, you know, when you're approaching God, it's, mm-hmm. it's this petition. Mm-hmm. And then it's immediately David's going to reminding himself who God is. Mm. and calling out like, cause I think sometimes in our, in our pain or when we're suffering or when God's silent or take your, take your pick, like it's quick to forget, yeah. you know, God's faithfulness. Yes. And, um, David goes, goes right at it. You are enthroned. You yes. are the Holy one. Um, yes. and then talking about, you know, ancestors put their trust and, yes. and, you know, it's just reminding himself. Yep. 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 So I, I really like that part and kind of, um, and then talking about the attributes of God saying you can be trusted and saying, uh, you know, um, um, what was it, uh, where he said, I have no, um, oh shoot. I have no one else. Um, I'm trying to find that part. Verse 11. And there's no one to help. Um, trouble is near and there's no one to help. You made me trust in you. Oh, so it's okay. like, like, I don't have, like, I, I have no one else to trust in. Like, this is, you're, you're my only, last and only. <laughs> yes. I, I wrote down in my notes this morning as I was reading this, God was plan A and there was no plan B. Yes. Yes. Right? Yep. It's like, if you don't show up, I'm. I'm done. I'm up a creek without a paddle. Yeah. You're, you're laying in the dust of death. <laughs> Right. So he's, he's almost there. Like, it's almost like he's there saying you're, you're going to have to pick me from, you know, from the dust of death. Yep. Do you think God sometimes puts us in a place? You're nodding. Yes. Where we realize that he's our plan A and there is no plan B. I, I think God can put us there. And I think a lot of times people put themselves there Mm -hmm. um, by making, you know, there's, we, you always talk about, you know, people, you know, hitting rock bottom right. and that sort of thing. And that's one, again, just, just one example. But, um, I think sometimes God in that case allows people to go to rock bottom. So they have, they have nothing else. Right. And then I think, you know, hopefully for people of faith, they, they already know that. And sometimes you have, you know, you might have things like you, you know, whatever you have your money or you have your, mm-hmm. you know, possessions or you, you have other means to kind of say, I can, you know, I can, I can survive. Fall back yeah. yeah. And it's kind of interesting to see, you know, God will strip some of those away mm-hmm. sometimes, even from, from people that are, I would say are, are believers. And it's a, how will we act in that? Yep. Will, will we. And isn't that the true test of where our faith yeah. really is? Yep. Because when we're being blessed, it's super easy to say, oh, God, you're so good. Yep. Yep. And when it's gone, um, the the hope is, I guess, the spiritual posture would be, or a well-trained Christian yes. following Jesus would be to say the same thing. I love that. A well-trained Christian. I mean, somebody who's been 
it's not their first rodeo, right? right. I mean, yeah. you've been around the block with God. Yep. And you've you've discovered that he's trustworthy. And then when times get really dark, you're trained. Yeah. You're trained to be able to say, yet, yet this really sucks, God. Can I say that on a podcast? Yeah. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the praise of Israel. Um, and, I, and I love how he, how he takes, he reminds himself that his forefathers not only put their trust in God, but that then they weren't disappointed. Yes. That God came through. Uh, I, I don't know if you've noticed this. So being a worship leader, I, I notice lyrics and songs a lot. Mm -hmm. And I need to confess, I'm almost a little annoyed at this. It seems like every other worship song that is turned out these days has the words in it, uh, God, you will not fail or you never fail. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like, does that ring a bell? Yeah, it's the... It it's the, it's the reason why these verses fly in the face of, you know, you know, we, we want to think about all of God's good attributes and right. again, the, 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 the rainbows, the butterflies, all right. the good stuff. Right. And so we can sing those lyrics really easily because, you know, that's the easy part to talk about. Right. But, but well, when it feels like God's failing, like to, to this, it feels like God's failing a little bit to, you know, to David, right? Like, where are you? Like, Right. You should you should have rescued rescued me days ago or isn't, weeks ago. Isn't that part of your job description, God, <laughs> to like rescue? Like I yeah. cry out and you rescue. Yeah. Uh, so so the lyric you're never gonna let you're never gonna let me down. Remember that yeah. one? Um, so when I hear these all these lyrics about God, you never fail and you're not gonna let me down. Part of me is like, as if he could fail. You know, I mean, if God's perfect. Right. It, God, can God fail? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it seems like a rhetorical question. It seems like, well, of course he couldn't fail. And yet when we're, when we're in the dark mm -hmm. and he doesn't show up when and how we want him to, it almost feels like God's on vacation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why it, you, you end up, again, for David, like, you know, why you, you don't see me, you know, like I'm here suffering, you know, yeah. you don't see me. Do you see me suffering? Like I'm, I'm going to lay down in the dust of death. Like <laughs> this, this is the time you don't have <laughs> this much. Is the time. <laughs> and the parallel, I think, um, that was, we were talking, uh, before we were hitting recording, but, yeah. um, the previous week, you know, with Brendan uh, and Steve talking about this verse and the parallels with Jesus being on mm, the cross. Yes. Um, like Jesus uttered these, you know, my God, my God, he, he uttered it from the cross and felt that, you know, the true silence of God, yes. you know, like God turned his back mm -hmm. and he did lie down in the dust of death yeah. uh, and experienced that. And um, so again, I think, you know, it, even Jesus was someone that God was silent with and um, again, paints another example by, by saying the Psalm, like mm -hmm. I think by referencing that is, you know, Jesus in his mind is going, I know the plan. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't feel good about it. Like he, he was suffering all of it, yeah. but he still knew that he knew the plan. Like yeah. this is the father's plan. That's right. And God is still good. Yes.
Well, Travis, you did such a great job in our last episode of just closing us with a blessing and just tying it into the space that we're in, in the mm-hmm. scriptures. Could you do that again? Yeah. Yeah. High pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listeners, may you um, feel and know God today. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if God is silent, um, may you know that uh, his silence won't last forever. Mm-hmm. May you know that. Um, there are many who have come before us, um, Mm -hmm. faithful followers of God that have also experienced silence, um, that God is, even while he's silent in your life right now, um, that silence will not be forever. Um, and that you would remember, um, and call to God's attention, um, the time that times he's been faithful in your life and has shown you, um, love and call those out and remember those and hang on to those and use those as hope as you move through your day. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.